So Vincent, my pick for the Super Bowl this year, God willing we play a season, is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys. People have made fun of me for that. Am I crazy? Yeah, you're crazy. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, Dallas, I wouldn't be surprised if they did make it to the Super Bowl. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, come on, man. Ben Roethlisberger's over the hill, coming off what a uh, Tommy John injury. Uh, James Conner is not a full-time back, as we saw last year. Smith-Schuster struggled without Antonio Brown on the team. Right. Mike Tomlin is among the most right. overrated right. coaches in the NFL. No, Tomlin so. is the second best coach in the NFL. But this is all about the Cowboys today, so <laughs> definitely want to talk more about the Cowboys. Hey, uh, welcome to NFL Reckless Speculation. It's your good friend, it's your pal, it's your compadre. It's TC, everybody. How you doing? What's going on on the big show today? Well, Vincent Frank, the lead NFL writer from over at SportsNot.com. That's sports as in sports and not as in N-U-A-T. Wait, N-A-U-T, like juggernaut, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is the big guest today. And you can follow Vincent on the Twitter if you'd like. It's uh, Vincent Frank NFL. So the Cowboys are going to be in the Super Bowl. So basically, the draft coming up is just going to be uh, is just going to be pointless, just because of the fact that it's uh, you know it's it's a foregone conclusion that the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl in in twenty twenty one. And what where's what 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 stadiums hosting the Super Bowl next year? That's a good question. Oh, okay. I legit have yeah. I don't. I think um, New Orleans. Oh, think, New Orleans. Okay. Let me let me actually look that up. That's a good question. I don't look that far in advance. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, Tampa Bay. So it's in Florida for a second straight year. Oh, wow. Wow. I didn't say I was going to take her to Florida. I said I was going to Tampa with her. Anyways, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, so the so the Buccaneers might be the might be the biggest uh, competition for the Cowboys to get to the Super Bowl. I know the Vikings no. had a chance of going to the oh. Super Bowl a couple of years ago when it was in Minneapolis, and now Tampa Bay's got a chance to be the first team to ever uh, make it to the Super Bowl. So, but let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the Cowboys here. That's kind of that's kind of foolish because there's two teams that have actually pretty much hosted a Super Bowl. Uh, the Dolphins did, but they played at the Orange Bowl, not right. their home stadium. And the 49ers played in Stanford. Oh, okay. So, I mean, but not their home stadium. So I, technically, that's correct. And I don't see it happening with Tampa Bay. But, yeah, let's talk about Dallas. Yeah, yeah. So we've kind of gone off on the rails here, the Steelers and the Buccaneers. So all about the Cowboys. So on Sports Night, you can find a uh, Vincent wrote a Dallas Cowboys mock draft 2020, a seven-round full mock draft. And... Here's the big thing, man. You've got the you've got the um, you've got the Cowboys trading out of the number seventeen pick with the Packers and picking up a couple of uh, second and third rounders in exchange. That seems like a pretty good deal in my mind for the Cowboys picking up a second and a third in addition to the Packers' thirtieth overall pick. Am I crazy? No, it's a great deal. Green Bay is looking for a wide receiver. The wide receiver run is going to go probably from 10 to 15. So they're going to have to, if they want to get their wide receiver, whether it's rugs or another player, uh, they're going to have to move up if they want to get their target player. Is, and is so Jerry gonna, Jones going to pay a premium? Is Jerry Jones notorious for trading back in the draft or does he like to trade up? What's his, what's his history there? Both. Both. Okay. So he's, he's yeah, he's traded up he's traded back he's traded out i mean the most recent rumor is the jets the um cowboys are 
still looking to trade for um, Jets All Pro safety Jamal Adams. Oh yeah, yeah, Jamal. So great player. If, yeah. if that happens, then the whole mock draft is moot because they'll be giving up the first round pick. So with that uh, 30th pick, the Packers 30th pick, uh, you've got the uh, Cowboys uh, picking Xavier McKinney out of Alabama. Roll Tide, baby. Why is that a good fit? Is, and is it because Byron Jones left? Or uh, it's just that uh, the fact that uh, that uh, I'm trying to think of like a the classic, who's the, not Roy Williams, um, who's the classic safety from the uh, Cowboys back 20 years ago? Darren Wood. Darren Woodson. Darren Woodson. I'm thinking of another guy too, yeah. maybe, but yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, t- so tell me why Xavier McKinney makes sense for the Cowboys at 30 in this trade with the Packers. Well, they signed Ha Ha Clinton Dix. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's I funny. That I love that name. Um, he uh-huh. is an average starting safety in the NFL. Um, Xavier Woods is going to be the other safety um, right now. Obviously, they're looking at Jamal Adams if they can't land him, and I don't think the Jets are trading him. They need to get a single high safety. What I mean by that is a safety that can roam the defensive backfield, free safety, and cover on one-on-one situations. Um, neither Clinton Dix or Woods um, are that type of player. McKinney is. He's a perfect fit for Dallas. He's a perfect fit for pretty much any team. He can play both safety spots. He can play a slot corner. It's something the Cowboys just don't have. Um, right now and by moving down and picking up the consensus number one safety in the draft um, they'd be hitting a home run here it's not a sexy pick by any means but they've been going for a safety for a while leading back to trying to sign Earl Thomas Uh, they've been going for a safety for a while so they finally pick up their guy Um, McKinney reminds me a lot of well he just passed I mean he passed away his birthday was yesterday Um, Sean Taylor from the Redskins Oh, uh, back in the day, that's what he reminds me of in terms of being able to play three different positions. Heck, he could play linebacker if you need him to play linebacker. Right, right. That's a new mold of safeties in today's NFL. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I want to ask you in just a second: uh, Who is the greatest uh, Cowboys safety of all time? And let's go, Raider Nation! It's me, Evan Grote, host of Just Pod Baby. Join me as I bring you the latest news on your Las Vegas Raiders. On Just Pod Baby, I will give you my thoughts on all things silver and black. And of course, you can expect to receive the best information from top-notch guests. Be sure to listen to Just Pod Baby, a Las Vegas Raiders podcast, part of the Silver and Black Today Media Group. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called, Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called, Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did you have a bad day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. Hey, if you're digging on the show, make sure you subscribe to the show, NFL Reckless Speculation, on Apple Podcasts. Also, you can uh, follow the show on Spotify, uh, subscribe there for free, and uh, also Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and even on your Alexa device. I can't say her name, Vincent, because she's listening to me. So, But it, it, it now, if, if you like, say, Alexa, play Binge 
Not binge kill chill. That's that's my other podcast. Play NFL reckless spec. Oh, now she's talking to me. Uh, play uh, NFL uh, reckless speculation podcast on Spotify. Boom, she's on it like uh, white on rice, like like Ridgy White on Jerry Rice, as I said the other day in our Slack channel. So, <laughs> hey, uh, the greatest safeties in uh, the history of the Cowboys. Uh, four names come to mind: Roy Williams, who I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, Charlie Waters. Darren Woodson, Cliff Harris. Who gets your vote? Mel Renfro. Oh, yeah, Mel Renfro. Yeah, good one. I'd say say Renfro or Harris. Renfro was during the Tom Landry days. So um, I think Harris was too, to an extent. Yeah, yeah, he was, yep. I was like like Roy Williams. He was a great safety. Harris made that mistake in the Super Bowl against Pittsburgh. Oh, right. So I don't think Cowboy fans might might not want to go with him. I'd say Renfro. Renfro, okay. I'm, I, I, I like your pick of Darren Woodson, but I'm also a Charlie Waters fan, man. I thought Charlie was was a great safety back in the day, playing alongside Cliff Harris, man. Those two were awesome, man. Yeah, they were. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, so next up on the list, uh, as far as uh, Cowboys picks go, you've got, uh, I love this wide receiver out of USC. You got, him, you got the Cowboys at the 51st pick, taking Michael Pittman Jr., Tell me more. Remember his remember his father, the running back? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. makes us feel makes us feel really old. Was it wasn't he a Cardinal? Uh, wasn't Michael Pittman a Cardinal he, or something? Yeah, like he that? played he played with the Cardinals when they had Pat Tillman. Back yeah, in the day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um Pittman Jr., what is he's like six foot four. They need that type of receiver. Um Mari Cooper's not that big. Ma- Michael Gallup um actually is a big bodied receiver, but Pittman is interesting in that he can play both outside and in the slot. They have the two outside receivers in that of um, obviously uh, Cooper and Gallup. So bringing Pittman in to pretty much replace Randall Cobb, who signed a stupid contract with the Texans, um, probably makes the most sense. I have no idea why Pittman Jr. is being mocked in the second half of the second round. Uh, maybe because you have the East Coast bias, Pac-12 games are played late. True, you know, and true. They, they, don't, they, don't get, they don't get as much play. If he were playing in the SEC or ACC, I think he'd probably be a top 20 pick. I mean, this is just a perfect selection for the Cowboys. Is, 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 is he a native of Southern California? Is that why he went to USC, do you know? Or is it? Yes, sir. Okay, so he might have he been recruited by all the big programs, but he opted to stay home instead. So that makes he, sense. He was a five-star recruit, so I'm sure that Alabama, Florida State, all those teams um, did recruit him, but he decided, like you said, to stay in SoCal. Yeah, I, you know, I don't like drafting wide receivers in the first round. I think most of them are going to be busts, and I think that's going to be the same thing it is, as it has it been the last 20 years. I think it's going to be the same thing. You know, there's exceptions to the rule. I get that. But taking a guy like Michael Pittman, if you can get him in the second round, that would be, in, in my mind, a steal for the Cowboys. I think that's the type of player that's a perfect think, fit for Dak yeah. Prescott, too. I think there's two exceptions in this year's class, in Judy from Alabama and C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma. Yeah. I think both are true number one type wide receivers. Um, Henry Ruggs, I would take Pittman at this point before Henry Ruggs. And people are like, what? Ruggs was a number two receiver for Alabama. He had two of thrown on the ball. He had defenses focusing on um, Judy most of the time. I don't understand why Ruggs is going ahead of Pittman. So if that's the case, obviously the Cowboys get a major steal at 51. Number one wide receiver, even though I'm a roll tide type of guy, number one wide receiver on my board. Michael Pittman Jr. Now, granted, I know very little about it, but I love Pittman. I think he's going to be. A, I think he's going to be a player, and and I guess we'll find out. Uh, 
when the time comes, I suppose. Uh, if you look at last year's draft really quick, not to get too far off topic, their second round picks performed better than their first round picks. Uh, you had. Don't AJ mention, Brown don't from, mention, AJ don't mention Brown the one player you're going to mention. From, go ahead. Don't mention the Sorry. one player you're going to mention. <laughs> yeah, well, you have AJ Brown from Tennessee, you had DK Metcalf from Seattle, and obviously Debu in San Francisco. <laughs> and you had other players too, third round picks and all that that performed better. So with this draft class being stacked at wide receiver, you're going to get some steals in the second round. You know, one of my wife's, yeah. we were watching the Super Bowl this past year, and my condolences, of course, again on that. Uh, it's Vincent's a big Niners fan. Uh, but uh, we were watching the game, and my wife is like, I really like this Debo Sweeney guy. Uh, not Debo Sweeney, Debo Samuel. Samuel? Sam, how do you say it? Debo Samuel. Samuel. Okay, there you go. So I yeah. think I think she maybe just liked the name, but he was making some plays in the Super Bowl as well. So speaking of uh, Samuel, in the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the second pick, which would, been, I guess, be from the Packers, right, in that trade uh, to trade down in the first round, You've got the uh, you've got the Cowboys taking Stanford Samuels the third, a cornerback out of Florida State, and obviously they need a cornerback because Byron Jones he gone. Here's another um, player whose father and grandfather both played the NFL too. Uh, for people that don't realize that, so uh, Samuels again, he's being mocked by some in the fourth or fifth round. I don't understand it. The bigger name player from Florida State at corner has been Levante Taylor. He struggled last season. Samuels took over as the number one cornerback for the Seminoles, and he played really well. He's a perfect fit in that um, he's a press corner, and he's physical. He has, what, a six-foot-one frame, 200 pounds, ran a four six five forty 40-yard at the combine. He's a perfect fit in the Cowboys' new defensive system. Uh, you have to realize they lost Byron Jones, who signed with Miami the biggest contract for a corner in the NFL history. I'm glad they didn't pay that, to be honest. And their new scheme under Mike Nolan, people are familiar with Mike Nolan dating back to San Francisco when he sucked as their head coach, but he's a great defensive mind. We've seen it in Minnesota with him in the past and other teams, but he has a scheme-specific defense. You need to have physical press cornerbacks, and that's exactly what Samuels is. So he'd be a perfect fit. It might be a little bit of a reach at 62, but I really like how he will transition to the NFL. Yeah, yeah, I concur. Hey, uh, with the with the next pick coming up for the Cowboys, you've got them taking a center, and I want to ask you. I'm going to tie this back into the best safeties of all time. I want to best. I want to get your opinion in just a second on the best centers in the history of the Dallas Cowboys because that's a rich tradition as well. Business with personality. That's the idea that launched London's business newspaper, City AM, 15 years ago. And it's the same idea that inspired our new daily podcast, The City View, where you'll find me, City AM editor Christian May, interviewing the most well-known, influential and colourful figures from business, politics and finance. The City View from City AM, with a new episode every morning. It's the perfect start to your working day. Hey everyone, this is Sharon Waxman. I'm the founder and the editor-in-chief of The Wrap, the premier news source for daily coverage of the entertainment industry. I'm also your host of this new podcast, The Wrap Up, a show that gives you an insider's look at the top stories in Hollywood. Each week, we'll bring you the latest news on the business of movies, TV, streaming, and tech. So be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you each week on The Wrap Up.
What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Hey, make sure you check out all the content, the great content at sportsnot.com. That's sports as in, well, sports and not as in juggernaut, N-A-U-T. And if you want to follow Vincent on the Twitter machine, it's uh, Vincent Frank NFL. And you can also follow me on Twitter if you are so inclined. It's Hey TC as in, hey, you're looking sexy today, Vincent. And TC as in total contradiction. I don't know. It's it's tough to come up with stuff when you have to think. You know, and thinking is kind of tough. So, anyways, all right. So before Thinking we in today's age is is not yeah. <laughs> so traffic Tra- Travis uh, Frederick retires out of the blue. My goodness, what in the world? That's that's got to be a blow for the Cowboys and that history of rich and unbelievably talented offensive linemen. Yeah, I mean, he was their best offensive lineman, with all due respect to Tyron Smith. And losing him, uh, I mean, he fortified the the interior of Dallas' line for, what, the last eight years, retiring at 28. Man, uh, it's going to hurt the Cowboys big time. Right now, they're relying on Joe Looney, um, former mid-round pick, career backup in Seattle and San Francisco, usually played guard, going to be playing center. That's that's a, one of the most dramatic downgrades. Um for the Cowboys in recent years. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Yeah. And obviously they've got a tradition with uh, Zach Martin before uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Frederick. So uh, who, who's your greatest uh, Cowboys center of all time? And if you want to expand it to offensive linemen, you can, if you'd like, but. Um... Well, I'd say the greatest center of all time probably would be Frederick. I mean, what, really? seven Pro Bowls in eight years. Yeah, I suppose. Um, a second close second would probably be Stepdowski. He played during the um, Jimmy Johnson um, era um, in Dallas. Offensive lineman Larry Allen. Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I love Larry from, Allen. Yeah. From a native Sonoma State, but yeah, <laughs> small school. But yeah, he he was absolutely the best offensive lineman in Cowboys history. Yeah, definitely. All right, third round pick, eighty second overall, um, and uh, you've got them taking Lloyd Cushenberry, a center out of LSU. And anytime you say LSU, you got to think, well, he's going to be pretty talented because he's coming out of uh, the best school in the country this past year. Yeah, I, again, people don't realize how important the center quarterback relationship is, and obviously losing Frederick is going to hurt Dak Prescott, right? But if they can get a guy that can be a plug-and-play center in the third round, you do it. And that's what Cushenberry is. He probably would be a day-one starter if they take him at 82. Um, at worst, he'd probably be a backup at all three interior line positions. He's specific. He can play both guard positions and center. So at worst, you're getting a top backup in case one of your guards get injured. At best, you're getting a day-one starter in the third round. You can't beat that. Nope. And the Cowboys know how to draft centers, right? So. <laughs> And offensive linemen for that point. I yeah. mean, they're just uh, 
Yeah, there, I mean, that may change, I suppose, with um, with uh, with with the new head coach. Uh, but uh, I don't know, McCarthy always. I guess that's the thing about Mike McCarthy. He always ended up having like Bill Belichick. He always ended up finding great offensive linemen when he was in Green Bay. So that's probably not going to change if he's in Dallas, right? So no, I mean, you go to Bakhtiari and um, what the. Right, Bulaga, who just signed with the Chargers. I mean, they had bookend tackles for years under McCarthy. Now, again, McCarthy didn't make the player personnel decisions in Green Bay, and he's not going to be, definitely not going to be making them in Dallas. We know who is. So, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's the, uh, yeah, that's the monkey in the wrench or whatever the expression is. All right. Uh, another third round pick. You've got, uh, well, t- tell us about the uh, tight end out of Purdue uh, that you've got uh, the, the Cowboys taking at 94. I mean, they lost Jason Witten, and again, he didn't really do much since coming back from um, being a horrible broadcaster for uh, Monday Night Football. <laughs> he but... was no Tony Romo. <laughs> no Tony Romo, that's for sure. Uh, they like Blake Jarwin, who's, what, a former seventh-round pick from Oklahoma State. I'm not as sold on him. They need to get a true receiving tight end. And in a class that's very thin at tight end, uh, you're going to get a six-foot-five player from Purdue like in Hopkins who had 830 yards last year. Um and that came against good Big Ten defenses, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, uh, heck, Minnesota, right? So right, yeah. you're going to – he'll probably be the tight end two immediately, and I think he could by season two be uh, the starting tight end for Dallas. Uh, their confidence in Blake Jarwin just doesn't make much sense, in, in my opinion. I just don't see what they see in him. Is 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 uh is the tight end out of Purdue's name? Is it Bryson Hopkins or is it Bryce Hopkins? I, Bryson. It is Bryson. Okay, so yeah. never, I've never heard Bryson as a as a first name. So I guess there you go. We're evolving all first names and all names in general these days. So, <laughs> all right. I want to. Uh, then if you, if if anybody wants to read the rest of the uh, draft, you can check it out on Sports Not. Just uh, hit up uh, Sports Not, and I'll include a, a link to the uh, to the to the Dallas Cowboys mock draft in our show notes. So. You can definitely get an easy click right there. Let's let's talk about uh, a couple of things that happened with the Cowboys here in the well. Just one thing in particular: they signed Alden Smith, who you told me has been out of football for like what five years or going on five years now. What what in the world is that? And why was he out of football? And is he any good when he was playing? Yeah, I mean, Alden Smith was a top ten pick of the Forty ers back in twenty eleven. Uh, he's one of the main reasons that San Francisco started competing for a Super Bowl um, with Harbaugh. He was literally the first pick of the Harbaugh um, Balky administration in San Francisco. Uh, he recorded a career, uh, actually NFL record, 33 and a half sacks over his first two seasons. Wow. Uh, th- that included 56 quarterback hits. He was legitimately the best pass rusher in the NFL. So what happened? Um, from... Uh, <laughs> Drugs, alcohol, uh, uh, mental, right. mental, um, mental issues. Uh, it started in 2013, a DUI arrest in Santa Clara, where he was going 50 in a 25 school zone. Uh, school was being starting, and he hit a telephone pole. Well, that's not lucky. Good. He didn't kill a kid. Lucky, lucky he didn't kill a kid. Yeah. Um, to be honest. And we've had multiple domestic violence situations. He was arrested in 2014 for um, terrorist threats at the LAX airport in Southern California. Oh, he sounds like a winner. Saying he had a bomb. Yeah. Saying he 
a bomb. Uh, so yeah, he hasn't played since 2015. The Niners begrudgingly moved on from him. Uh, it was a big story in Northern California at the time in that they released him. They just kind of have him on the team anymore, but they tried to help him get rehab. You know, they still paid his contract out for the remainder of the year, but they just couldn't do it anymore. The Raiders, like they do, they took a chance on him. <laughs> I, that, that's my well, joke. That's my joke, Vincent. <laughs> Vincent knows my joke. Where careers go to die is the Raiders. When there's no other team that'll sign a crappy player, well, come on. Come to Oakland. And now I guess it's come to Vegas if, if you're uh, if you're Jason Witten. So. Yeah, he played nine games in Oakland um, before yeah. getting arrested again. Oh, suspended um so so has he cleaned up his um, act now does anybody know if he's cleaned up his act one thing that i will say is jay glazer of fox sports and i know people are familiar with him on the pregame show um he he's a big time trainer for mma fighters and he's a life coach and he apparently has worked with alden over the past year to get his head straight to get him sober um as someone who saw the Niners give him opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, and he just threw it away, I'm skeptical. I'm not going to lie. I hope for the best for him. But the Cowboys gave him four million dollars too. Which is wow! Like, wait, what? Doesn't doesn't Jerry he have sign a, a league minimum contract? Yeah, ridiculous. Doesn't, doesn't Jerry have a history of doing this with uh, defensive linemen? I, wasn't there a couple of guys that he took flyers on that were you know just kind of undrafted and stuff like that that never amounted to anything? Some guys that had some um, some run-ins with the law or something. Some some off the field problems. I remember right. Starts with Leon Lett. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, everybody loves <laughs> um, Leon. Talk, talking about drugs. Um, him and Michael Irvin had a lot of fun, but <laughs> off the field. But then you have Greg Hardy. They signed him after he oh, was arrested right. on domestic violence, oh, where he yeah. pretty much almost killed his girlfriend. Wow. Um, and then Randy Gregory from Nebraska. That guy. That's who um, I was thinking of. Yeah, Randy Gregory. Heck, Josh Brett killed a teammate. And they brought him back. Wow. I mean, it was, it, he didn't kill, I mean, it was an accident. It was a DUI, but he still is responsible for the death of a teammate. And they brought him back. So we know what Jerry Jones's history is. Yeah. Hopefully, sure. hopefully they have the structure in place. Um, the Cowboys defense line coach is a former 49ers defense line and head coach, Tom Sula. So uh, they have a relationship at least, right? Um, so, I mean, hopefully it works out, but I'm just shocked that he gets $4 million, $2 million guaranteed. So how old played in the NFL since 2015? How old would this guy be now? Alden Smith? 30. Oh, 30. So yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to be anything. And if it is, it's going to be a couple of flash moments I, I predict. Uh, but yeah, odds are he's not going to make an impact at, at all with the Cowboys. So, all right. I, yeah. So, all right. Uh, so that's it. Uh, let's 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 put this big show in the book, all about the Dallas Cowboys. My pick for the Super Bowl, and I'm not saying that uh, I'm I'm legit. I'm 100 percent legit. I'm all in on the Cowboys this year. Mike McCarthy gonna gonna make let Jerry Jones raise another Lombardi Trophy in Tampa in February of 2021. That is my fearless prediction. I'm with you. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like them. 
I think that they have a really good chance in the NFC, to be honest. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, and hey, the NFC East, it's hardly a juggernaut, right? I, I get it. It's on Sunday night football every night. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's 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 not a it, the giants i mean come on i mean daniel jones looks promising but no the redskins forget about it and then uh, the eagles they still can't get peyton not peyton manny uh carson wentz any wide receivers so forget no. about them too so. and you got to realize really quick before we end this you have the other divisions where teams are going to beat up against one another exactly arizona arizona improved with in san francisco's division you still have the seahawks you have minnesota green bay chicago's going to be improved and then obviously you have Carolina's going to be improved. So is Atlanta with New Orleans. So it's an easier road ahead for Dallas and those teams too. Exactly. So, all right, uh, let's put it in the books. NFL Reckless Speculation. Find us on uh, Apple Podcasts. It's TC, everybody, for Vincent Frank. I'll see you in the emergency room. Smartphones have made it easier than ever to capture the moments that matter most in our lives. But all too often, those memories end up stuck on our devices or in the cloud. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA in our solar-powered facility, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. They also make thoughtful gifts. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 in your cart to get 15% off your order. Focus on moments that matter with Fracture Glass Prints.